Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator, her perfume was made right on the grill. Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil. And when their ham and eggs need savor, coffee ketchup gives them flavor. Coffee pickles way outsell the dill. Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil. No tea, no tomato juice. You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Welcome, everybody. This is Jory and the Coffee Psychic, your host of Your Psychic Connection right here at Blog Talk Radio. So we have a really wonderful, uh, special new guest coming in tonight, uh, fashion. Fashion is one of the things we'll be talking about, but how it also impacts you spiritually or mentally, psychologically, uh, so many more things. We've got a wonderful new guest coming in tonight, um, and as usual, I'd like to share a little bit about what's happened during the week. Um, you know, the little psychic tidbits here and there. I will tell you, I have a very special um, place that I like to go to. I love decorating. I still love wallpapering. Uh, as one of my uh, family members recently said, wallpapering is coming back. Well, for many of us, it's never left. So what's, what's interesting was, this woman's business has been open for over 40 years. And yesterday when I was going there, I heard very clearly closing. She's closing the store. And I thought, oh, no, that's got to be wrong. Maybe she's closed for the day, <laughs> which when I got there, she was closed for the day. But I had to go back this morning, and I just looked at her point blank and said, you are not closing the store, are you? You know, I'm a professional psychic. That's all I kept hearing yesterday was you're closing the store. And she looked at me and smiled and said, yep, I'm closing the store. So that's one of the fun things you get to experience. Uh, and some of you guys, whether you do this as a full-time job or not, we all get a chance of hearing things like this. Uh, we might doubt it when we hear it, and sometimes we don't want to believe what we're hearing. But, you know, you got to pay attention to what your inner voice is saying. So... So many more things, but what I'd like to do is I'd love to get our guest on. As you know, um, the special thing about this show is that you get to ask psychic questions. 
what's going to be wonderful, Alyssa Couture is our guest tonight, and she really has written a book. She's in the middle of writing another book. It is about fashion. Um, we can bring – I'm going to bring Alyssa on right now, and then we can also ask Alyssa – uh, maybe Alyssa has some answers for you guys around how you dress, but there's a lot of information that Alyssa has there. Alyssa, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much, Joanne, for having me. I really appreciate it. I love your show, and I think you're so gifted, and it's, it's really fun that uh, you've welcomed me. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Alyssa, can you can you tell us what had you – tell us first up about your book. Okay. Sure. So, well, um, she gave me an introduction, but I, I just like to say I'm Alyssa. I'm a fashion author and a fashion entrepreneur. And yes. as a fashion author, I've developed this book over the course of uh, two years, two or three years. And I, it wasn't a full-time job, but it was something that I was just after for a very long time. And uh, basically, a lot of my life, Story and life experience really sort of brought this book to life uh, because I had traveled a little bit. I had visited ashrams and lived and worked at monasteries, and I had a lot of you traveled spiritual a lot, actually, life. Didn't you? Yes, I have traveled quite a lot, and um, I, as a, uh, a spiritual person, I really wanted to bring the spiritual perspective, and I actually call myself a fashion intuitive sometimes and a fashion psychic because I get so deep into the topic and subject of fashion that I almost feel like I'm tapping into, you know, the trends in a very conscious uh, but universal way. So a lot of this book is is very multidimensional. It's very spiritual. It's also for the environmentalist, it's for the the person who is a fashion enthusiast, and and it's for people who really want to discover fashion in a new way, in a new light, in a new form of existence. And that is why I called it healthy fashion, the deeper truth, because what we're really going after is deeper truth behind fashion. What what is the purpose behind fashion and what can we do with fashion to help our body therapeutically, to help our mind and our soul in a very um, spiritually ascended way? Because a lot of this book involves the spiritual ascension and the planetary awakening on Earth. And I know with your supernatural capabilities, I actually dabble a little bit into the supernatural. I'm no expert and I'm definitely not a psychic, but I do – uh, carry into the metaphysical topics, and I bring about the metaphysical topics of what fashion and metaphysics can be related with. So it's mm-hmm. a, it's a very involved book, and it's really a uh, hybrid of sorts because we're bringing in the the healthy uh, aspect, the environmental aspect. We're bringing the therapeutic, medicinal aspect. We're bringing in the spiritual aspect. It's all about fashion for the mind, for the body, for the emotions, for the energy body, for the spiritual body, for the energetic body, and bringing fashion into a new light, making fashion be a purpose to help therapeutically treat the body. Okay. Okay. And would you say that, uh, so I can just throw any questions at you, right, Alyssa? Absolutely, yes. We, we know that color has everything to do with psychology and how people feel. So when you're looking at some of your uh, the, the fashion that you've been doing, so you've been doing this for quite a while, and um, do you really take into account colors or how it impacts a person's psyche? or? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, there's different types of ways we can involve fashion and color. I know in the uh, in Egypt, they used the solarian realms and they would use colored lights to treat their bodies. So we can actually use the dye, the colored dye, as a way to treat illness and injury and wound and, and any type of emotional energetic thing. So color is a really involved thing. And I, I've actually dabbled a little bit into the art of um, the elements, the air, fire, water, and earth. And I'm not a pagan, but I believe in the elements, and I believe that we can have a real strong connection with our earth and planet and the colors of the earth 
And to believe it or not, um, some of these rich botanical colors and hues can come from, you know, blueberries to acorns. And mm-hmm. when we bring these colors, when we bring these natural colors into our wardrobe especially, or our low-impact dyes, or even just the dyes that we already are, you know, the conventional dyes, this is uh, bringing in uh, an enormous amount of healing powers for the body, mind, and soul. And we all have different types of connections with colors. I know that I'm drawn to certain colors at certain times of the year where there's different seasons and different trends and different Mm -hmm. times where we are attracted to certain colors. And oftentimes we can even think to, say, astrology and and our zodiac signs and how the colors uh, of the cosmos are actually affecting our body. Uh, physically, mm-hmm. mentally, and emotionally. So there's a whole a whole world of color healing and fashion, and we haven't necessarily tapped into it to the amount of scientific research that is probably needed in order to uh, really get an actual facts behind it. But we see it we see it in Egypt in ancient times when they used the solarian rooms, and I had a, a, a energy healer actually explain this to me that. You can cloak your body and uh, in colors, and it mm-hmm. does. It has the same vibrational frequency as a, a colored light bulb, to, to be exact. It has that same mm-hmm. vibrational frequency, so we can generate the, the healing through the specific colors, and the colors can be uh, associated with emotions. The colors can be associated with memories and. It, all types of things in order to release our energy and our emotions and the residual toxic negativity of the earth really can be drawn out and released through the purification's uh, color. So, yes, you you, put, you brought a very uh, significant, important point on color and fashion. I had a, I had one more um, one more thought also. Well, actually, several. Um, I love what you're up to here. I think that's really fascinating. And I don't know if you ever heard that when people are learning their life's lessons, you know, we've got our chakras, our chakra system. And uh, what I was told a long time ago is that when you are drawn to a certain color, then that, uh, that reflects one of your chakras, and that could be where you have lessons that you're still learning. So if people are really drawn to a lot of red, that's, that's your base chakra, that's feeling that you belong or you're grounded. And I don't know if you have you found anything like that in your work. Well, I love that theory, and I agree with you a hundred percent that that and that that is actually not news to me, but it is not something that I typically think about. But I really have. Um, I I agree with you a hundred percent. We have these vortexes of colored energy in our body, and I think. You know, this is not news to me, but you are absolutely correct in the way that our colors can be like a magnet to these vortices in our body and uh, of energy. So yes, I, I I agree with you entirely. It's just not something that I typically have talking about. But like I said, with fashion mm-hmm. metaphysics, my next book uh, is going to be sort of about magic and fashion and I'm going to bring out more and more of these. Yes. I'm going to be bringing about more and more of these types of metaphysical topics, like the one you just illustrated. Because I think that, I mean, you as a, you know, paranormal expert and a spiritualist and, and you, you know, new age psychic, you've tapped into some topics of fashion and and things that I probably don't even know about. (laughs) You know, it's really it's really funny because you know we do have our different um, how can I say it areas we've come from, and yet they're uh, very mutual. You know, there are things that are uh, just not exclusive to one another. But when I hear you speak, what I'm really loving about what you do and what you're bringing to people, um, it's just all about our health, of uh, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. And um, I don't know of anyone else that if you know if you really want to change how you're feeling, I think dressing up and making yourself look amazing really can shift your energy. Yes, it's it's a profound a profound feeling. It's it's truly profound, and I think that we can tap into all types of uh, emotions and feelings 
based on either what we're drawn to or what we should be wearing. And I know that if I dress up more and I dress up a little bit fancier or a little bit more put together, I do find that there's an energy shift within me and it's very quite clear. And um, I think metaphysically feeling, metaphysically speaking, Mm-hmm. Um, these types of silhouettes, the colors, the textures, the shapes that we're drawn to when we want to feel better about ourselves and feel more confident or whatever we want to do, I think that being able to see that these types of textures and fabrics and colors and and all these types of things that bring a fashion design and apparel to, together really mm-hmm. can affect person on many different levels and um i i mean i can wear personally speaking i i'm a casual dresser i'm a minimalist but i see Mm -hmm. the luxury departments i see a lot of the luxury wear and what they're designing is they're designing casual wear in a very high fashion way which makes you look like you're dressed up so i think that that's where we're heading really into the future of fashion is being casual yet being dressy at the same time and it's not often found in some of the mainstream fashion retail departments, but a lot of times in the luxury wear uh, sectors of the fashion industry, you can see a garment and it looks casual. It feels so comfortable that you feel like you're wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt. But but mm-hmm. to the observer, you're actually seeing something that is very high fashion, and the caliber and taste level of it is really extreme. So mm-hmm. I, I believe I believe in dressing up, but I do believe there's a lot of sacrifice in dressing up, and that's where I come in with the whole comfort value, the ergonomics uh, of fashion, the design, the way something is built, the way something is engineered and constructed to in order to make someone feel comfortable, make someone feel balanced. And dressing up to me, oh, I, I, I know that it's not always easy because – you know, you're put in uh, these, these outfits that, you know, pinch and poke and, you know, strain. And so what we're dealing with is we're dealing with a future generation where we're going to be wearing this luxury wear uh, and hopefully, you know, I mean, you know, it's happening already. But what I'm saying more and more, it, it's going to be we're going to be wearing these luxury garments that are going to be half the price, but they're going to look very, very uh, well put together. And that that's where I, I find the future of fashion is, is going to be um, focused on more so and more. So can I ask you a question here, Alyssa? Are you also, um, how can I say this, are you also a designer? So if you look at somebody, if you look at a woman and say she's got a pear shape or she's got uh, broader shoulders, are you the person that says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dress you? We're going well, to go yes. ahead and I mean, pull this I, thing together, and this will well, fit for you, yes. and that just does not. Well, yes, I, I've um, I've been in retail for so many, many years. Uh, I I worked in retail as a stylist, as a key holder, as a supervisor, as an assistant manager. I, but the best and most fun was being on the sales floor dressing clients. And what I found. It, it was just very easy and, and very natural, and I just kind of didn't focus on the shape so much. Yet, you know, there's there's definitely no rules, but there's definitely ways you, you, where you can flatter the body based mm-hmm. on the silhouette and, and the body type and shape and size and height and everything. So yeah. as a stylist and as working with the human body, I think what it really comes down to is that you know, it's about the cut. It is about the silhouette. It's about mm-hmm. the, the texture. It's about the mood and the motions of what someone really wants to represent and express. And I did uh, have a handmade fashion brand back in 2015 and 2016. And I made uh, sample collections. And it actually got into a talent search competition. I did not win, mm-hmm. but it did get into a talent search competition called Saks Fifth Avenue uh, okay. talent search competition, which was really mm-hmm. exciting because it, it showed me as a designer that I, I'm capable of designing for a specific person. And actually, when I, what I found is 
I was dressing for for everybody. I wasn't just dressing for an age. I wasn't just dressing for a size. I was able to make an ergonomic design that's suitable for everybody. And I noticed people of all ages were flocking to my product, you know, whether it was a teenager or, or you know, uh, someone in their late 60s. It, it really it didn't matter uh, what specific the demographic was because I was designing not for, you know, those types of things. I was designing specifically for what people wanted, how you can flatter the body and then make it tasteful and then make it comfortable because it's not very easy to do, actually. It's, it's not, like, it's it's not challenging, but something for me that's very intuitive because I do believe that there's definitely um, – fashion psychics out there, and some of the great designers, Dior, Yves Saint Laurent, Chanel, some of these really famous fashion designers, they really knew how to design a garment and how to make it make it celebratory, how to make people want to wear it. And they did it in a way that was so profound and so unusual and so deep that I actually would consider them to be going beyond what fashion really is, having a, making fashion a deeper purpose. And that's really, really kind of my work is. And I'd like to design again sometime. I, I don't know if, I, if I'll if i do that again. Um, but I've, I've done, like, all sorts of projects. I produced a fashion show, and I was a visual merchandiser for a while, and I've a fine artist as well. I've done paintings. With, I majored in design school and did some fashion illustration. So, you know, I'm just kind of a, a little bit of a dabbler, but that's what makes this book so special. You're you're coming from all around the map of, of fashion and, and picking and choosing all different types of things that can contribute to the fashion world and to everybody's wardrobe. Well, fashion is really important, and it's it's probably important to so many of us. Um, can I can I ask you how did you actually get involved in this field yourself? I mean, five years old, ten years old. Someone said something to you. What drew okay, you? Okay, well, this? well, this is a good question. And you know, I'm 36 years old now. And when I was about 15 years old, I started drawing stick figures in my little notebook, my little art notebook. And I couldn't draw for life of me, but I wanted to draw clothes. So I just kept drawing and drawing and drawing and drawing and drawing until I actually ended up becoming very good at drawing. And at that point, I was just drawing books and books and even binders I filled of all these fashion illustrations, and I decided to go to fashion design school. So I took um, my sketches, and I went to fashion design school at Academy of Art University a very long time ago. And I spent many, many years, you know, going to school, but I didn't graduate. I had eight classes left, but it, it is what it is. So I went to school, and after that, I I just kind of went from project to project, you know, working in fashion. And, mm-hmm. you know, I did fashion blogs, fashion show production, fashion designing. I dabbled in a lot. But I never really mm-hmm. – um, I, I I wouldn't necessarily call myself a fashion insider because I'm a little bit more of a fashion philosopher. I spend a lot of my time contemplating fashion and and sort of teaching fashion and of course I'm a part of fashion but fashion is actually very cutthroat. The the elite part of fashion is very cutthroat. It it just is at this point it's um, there's an ego there's a sense of ego in fashion and, and I think everybody kind of Use it sometimes at some point with some of the more higher end uh, ready to wear and pop couture types of collections. But it's beauty, it's art, it's creative. So back to uh, what I was saying about um, my fashion career, what really mm-hmm. got me was when I was a young teenager drawing those fashion designs. And I always kind of admired clothes and I, I was experimenting with clothes. I remember I'd be cutting up clothing like turning my sleeves into leg warmers and doing little things like that. So I've always just had a strong passion for fashion, and I do some other things that kind of contribute to 
the more energetic, spiritual side of fashion. I do consider myself an energy worker, and I visit vortexes around the, the earth and, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sort of activate the energy grid lines, and that's a sort of some kind of supernatural power that I don't necessarily know I'm really evoking it. I just know my spirit guides are guiding me to do it. So I'm yeah. bringing in the energetics, the energetic side of fashion and trying to, you know, say, you know, the aura can be affected by certain types of materials that we put in our body. And, you know, I was even just going to bring each, that up to you, too. You're yeah. the first one that I'm hearing talking about, you know, not just fashion for beauty, uh, you know, not just the way it's making you feel, you know, dress for success, but you're going deeper. You're going deeper into the the kind of the um, the healing aspects of it, the like you said, holistic, the the new age stuff. You're really going into a much deeper level, and I don't hear other people talking about that. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly right. Um, I'm trying. It is not. It is not very popular, but it's going to be heading that direction into something to become more popular. But I I am talking about fashion as a tool, fashion as a healing modality, uh, a garment that can actually activate consciousness and help the person become more enlightened just by the materials that they wear. So I am choosing to look at it as sort of not just a costume, not just something that we put on our bodies for every day, but something that can really create an experience, a, a supernatural experience. Uh, potentially and you know some of the fashion tech they're doing all these robotics with fashion with the colored lights and they're going in a direction but it's not necessarily the most natural route so what I want to do is I want to provide ways of designing in which I did add in my book some ways you know some alternatives of how we can produce this clothing and make it so divine make it so spiritual Mm -hmm. make it a way where we can evolve the planet and we can use fashion as the universal language to evolve the planet. That's really the the whole main concept is driving the economy to newer levels, driving the social economy to newer levels, and driving the religious goals on the planet to newer levels and newer heights. And I think with fashion, it's, it, it's going that direction, and even with COVID, uh, with all the awareness of, of medicine and medical needs, um, using our fashion is sort of we're all kind of becoming a little bit more comfortable with our clothing because we're, you know, all staying at home, and then we're trying to wear these masks to try to protect mm-hmm. us so we can, we can utilize fashion as a, a form of protection, as a form of armor. And also as a language, a human language. So I'm sort of, I'm diving into a lot of different topics in this book, as you can see, and it's really well, because... Who would this book be for? So it would be for the fashion enthusiast, someone who really wants to take their wardrobe to another level, and for the fashion professional who wants to, you know, learn more about fashion for health and, you know, the, the the big movements right now are the eco and sustainable fashion, fashion for the environment. And a significant portion of, of what I talk about in my work is about the environment. So what we wear, truly, it can support the environment in even more ways than uh, the traditional sustainable practices that they are doing right now are. So say, um, Can you actually elaborate on that more, Alyssa, though? Are you talking yeah. about wearing more silks and more cottons? or? Yeah, so with, with healthy fashion, I'm really going into the plant-based direction. And mm-hmm. the plant-based direction is I have scientifically researched that cellulose really belongs on the body more so than plastic because we've been – since the 1930s, we've been wearing this polyester, and I, you know, I still wear it. I have a coat made of polyester, but I typically wear my first and second layers in cotton or linen. Uh-huh. It's not just a personal choice; it it just agrees with my body. So, and I'm a sensitive uh-huh. person, so I, I understand that polyester also is just it has a different chemical composition, it has a different pH yeah. balance, and the sustainability 
markets are really still rooting for plastic and because I mean it's enormous it takes up an enormous amount in the industry the apparel polyester apparel market right now for textiles is like 85 to 90 percent so it's just taking up an enormous amount of space and what we really have to bring to the market is more plant-based fabrics and that's not just cotton and linen that's we're talking about fibers we're talking about fibers like bamboo, rami, uh, p- pineapple leaf, pina, uh, nettles. Wow. We're talking about water hyacinth, uh, lotus. We're talking about all the plants because uh, I don't know if I had mentioned this yet, but 600 to 700 plants, types, different types of plants, were produced into textiles in South America uh, back in history. So they were doing this back in history. They were using different types of plants. And right now the only reason why we're only using, you know, 5% worth of the industry is plant-based. Excuse me. I'll I'll repeat myself. Um, 5%, less than 5% of the textile market is plant-based. So Mm -hmm. we're dealing with a lot linen and cotton, basically, and some hemp. But the thing is we need to branch out and make, make more room for more plant textiles because we can't stress out the cotton and linen textile plant. We can't cultivate and harvest that much cotton linen. We have to branch out into new types of fabrics and new types of plant-based fabrics. And mm-hmm. it's gonna, it, and it's not going to take a lot of labor. It's not going to if we have the technology, if we have the, the technical textile machinery. So what I'm saying here is, like, with the plants, it's going to be a new dimension. It's going to be modern. It's not like we're going to go back into the past and wear burlap. And there's really high-tech uh, fabrics out there like Tensile Lyocell, for one, where they mm-hmm. actually put the plant in a spinneret and then they weave it. So it's quick and efficient and it's comfortable and soothing for the body. So mm-hmm. we're just kind of every single industry is getting more into the biodegradable plants, whether it's, you know, the cars that are using hemp materials, you know, they're actually, I know one company is creating tires out of dandelion roots, rubber tires out of dandelion roots. I mean, yeah, so we're getting into this whole zone of using and wearing plants and using um, and creating products made from plants versus yeah. the petroleum oil because petroleum oil is non-renewable. Petroleum oil is not the future. It just can't be because we're just sucking the, the planet dry. And we need yeah. to figure out, you know, p- birds and animals suffocate in petroleum oil. So why are we placing mm. it on our body? There's a lot of different reasons and a lot of different examples of why petroleum oil just is not the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, know, I know that uh, I was sharing with you that uh, we do have some callers um, that are calling into our show. And, um, you know, I had been sharing with you, I thought it would be really fun for, you know, us to maybe share with you what we wear and what you think uh, might be different but I don't know that – do you think that's something that somebody could ask you? Or what do you – are you open for people asking you some questions? Because I love, I love everything to, you're it, sharing it, here. Yeah, I mean, if they want to talk to me or you, it's either or. If they have a question for you, go ahead. I, if they have something that they'd want to add to, or talk to me about, I, I'm, I'm all for it. So I'll just hang in here. All right, well, let me see. let me see who we do have here. And um, I really entirely love everything you're talking about here, Alyssa. It's really, it's really very fascinating. And the colors, and uh, it's making me think, honestly, it's making me think that when I am wearing something, because I personally, when you said polyester is plastic, there are certain things that, you know, I, I, I know cotton and silk and all this other stuff. I wasn't even thinking that polyester is plastic. And yep. I wonder myself, now I'm going to be more conscientious about when I get dressed, is there something that I might be feeling differently, like if I changed from a cotton? I know cotton keeps you cooler, you know, um, 
would, would there possibly be a different experience I'm going to have? I believe that's, that's so. That's what I'm starting to I, leave with. I'm going yeah. like, you know, I'm going to watch this. I would try it out. Uh, I would think so. Uh, but like I said, we all have different forms of sensitivity and a different awareness energetically. Like you have oh, yeah. supernatural powers that I do not have and I cannot tap into. And due to my life well, experience, I have, yeah, well, I have life experience and, and things that I can tap into that you potentially just don't have any need for. So, yes, I do believe that yes. if you gave Cotton a chance uh, more deeply and, and kind of discovered it in a different light, then, yes, you might find that Cotton would be more comfortable than polyester. But some polyester fabrics are simply very ergonomic. I mean, they're they're trying to mimic and mimic cotton and very very different types of textiles out there. So, you know, you might Definitely be wearing polyester and it, it doesn't even feel like polyester. It doesn't even feel like plastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you remember when you said you were drawn to certain colors? I clearly, I took some healing classes years ago. My very first healing classes were green is for healing and it's also for the heart chakra. Pink is for love. And white is for God, you know. And those are basically, and this was over 40 years ago, perhaps. And those are the main colors that still I'm attracted to, I'm drawn to, and they're really all over my house. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so there are just some things that, uh, as you said, certain colors will draw us. And it's really fun to look back and... uh, and kind of look back as to why that sort of thing. I just love those colors. They just—it's the frequency, it's the vibration. I love it when I see people in their spiritual robes. And to me, that sounded like part of what you were talking about. You know, people have different uh, rituals and they have different ceremonies. And those those robes and those colors—they have deep meaning to them. And um, and I just love where you're coming from with this, you know, with the, the dressing and the spirituality and the metaphysical part. I just love that. Well, let, let's take a caller here and let's see uh, what they have to say, okay? Okay. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi. Hi, this is Sharon. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. I'm listening to your conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're having a really hard time hearing you. You seem to be very distant. Can you get closer to your microphone? How am I now? Am I better? A little better. better? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. I'll speak as loud as I can. Um, okay. I was wondering, can I, my boyfriend, his name is Bob, uh, and I have had a very long relationship, and there's a woman, her name is Donna. Do you see uh-huh. her uh, um, withdrawing from trying to interfere with our relationship? Well, I can tell you she is interfering with your relationship, and it's not just on her side of it. It's uh, it's on Bob as well, though. And okay. there's definitely a draw between the two, quite honestly. Okay. If that makes sense to you. Well, And yeah, I don't I mean... know if you can actually, uh, I don't know if you can speak with her uh, I don't think when I think about um, your boyfriend and this woman, I don't get the sense that uh, it's a completely, I want to say, exposed situation. But I would see about having a conversation with the woman and being perhaps clear with her. That's what I would do. Okay, good, good luck, ma'am. All right. So let's see. We'll take another caller here. Hello, caller. Who is this? And where are you calling from? Hey, my name is. Uh, hi, my name is Stacy. How are you? Hey, Stacy. I'm good. Do you have any specific questions that we can uh, that Alyssa can uh, address for you as well? Yes. Hi, Alyssa. How are you? Good. How are you? Okay. So I'm going. I so I submitted my uh, resume. And I would like to uh, start going on job interviews. So okay. far as uh, yes, so far as uh, suits, do you feel, for example, an interview suit should be all one color, or is it okay to kind of mix, mix uh, match it? 
Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this question was for Jorianne, and I sort of blanked out. I'm so sorry. That's okay. So what kind of question should I ask? Something psychically or about clothing? You know what? Whatever you'd oh, no, like. If you want to ask guest I, tonight. I, I, oh. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm so sorry. It, it's, were you asking about color in your wardrobe for business resume jobs application? Yeah, and also I can. I would love to ask a psychic question too. Yes, you can also. Yeah, yes. I, I know. I mean, trust me. I I I know the same feeling. Uh, it's it's very therapeutic to be on a show and ask a, a personal question. It's very um, important. But yeah, um, I would say go with any type of color that you're drawn to and, and that you that you feel most confident in. I, I think that really works, and everything's very fresh with and modern when you you really love it and enjoy the color and. and you know, it speaks to you. All right, because I'm thinking of the color uh, a navy blue. Oh, that'll be beautiful. Oh, I like that'll that. Be absolutely beautiful. Yes. Mhm. I like that too, Stacy. All right, thank you. So yeah. now, Stacy, I'm going to add one more thing. Hang on, Stacy, I'm going to add one more thing. People really like you. And oh, thank you. They really do. You've got wonderful energy. Um, if you are if you are not scooped up right away from somebody, um, it feels like you're going to become a really good part of somebody's team. I'm not sure if it's going to take a little bit here though, but oh my God, I would so so stay with that. And I don't know the little tidbit that I did hear when you go in for a job interview. Please don't ever wear perfume because you do not know if that's going to be a good trigger for the interviewer or a bad trigger for the interviewer. I agree, yes. Yes. So, But that blue color, when you said that, I could see it right away. Uh, and Alyssa and I both agree, you know, like two thumbs up on that one. Okay? Yeah, yeah certainly. Right. Yes. All right, sounds good. So I'm going to be getting my resume out within a week or two. I'm sending my resume to a, uh, a resume writing service. So once yes. I submit my resume, I would like to go into the uh, HR field, um, preferable I, at a nine-for-profit I see you doing office agency. work, Stacey. I, ah. I see you doing office work. Yes, ma'am. Do you see which month that I may get uh, hired in? Um, I'm not seeing that right now, but this is October. I think now I could be wrong, but I do see you at a sitting sitting at a desk comfortably comfortably in November. Ah, that sounds excellent. Perfect. So if you, <laughs> it can take some time. I'm not in a rush. I just want to start to uh, prepare now. Awesome. Well, push, 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 push. Be like a little piranha, okay? All right. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, okay. Ladies. Good luck. Okay. Good luck. Okay. Bye. And oh, always feel comfortable, you guys, with uh, calling me back and giving me some, giving me some feedback. Um, okay, let's see. You know, with with this work that you're doing, Alyssa, has this yeah. been like how many how many years has it been that you've been doing this? Uh, the writing or just the fashion work in general? Um, well, you know what? I think that's a good question. So you've been doing the fashion work. How long did it take for you to finally get down to writing books with all this great information, with all this travel you've been doing? I cannot imagine how much you've been gathering data and information and experiences. Yeah, yeah. It's been a couple of years. It's been a few years that it took to gather the the research and and write down my thoughts and ideas and concepts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely took a few years. Mhm, mhm. So you know, uh, one of the questions: what what can readers hope to learn from your book? Uh, I just I guess they would just be. Um, a new approach, a new innovative tool for their personal life. You know, everybody has a wardrobe, and we can all utilize it uh, to greater levels and, and newer heights. So I think that the, the major takeaway is, is that fashion can heal us and fashion can give to us. And fashion is not, you know, uh, it's not superficial. There's There's a lot of deeper meanings, and I kind of, gravitate towards the more philosophical philosophical points uh, of of fashion in in relation to psychology, energy, science, um, the physical and energetic attributes of fashion. So yeah, it's just sort of a, a whole holistic whole, whole holistic uh, 
introspective perspective on fashion for the human body and mind and soul. It kind of makes me want to go in and start studying um, people's rituals and the colors they wear during the rituals. I don't know if you know that, um, gosh, you know when you're confirmed and baptized, it's normally you're wearing white. When you're married, you're wearing white. Um, when they do um, shamanic work, uh, when we've done healing ceremonies, we normally dress in white. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's purity, things like that. Um, yeah, it, yes, it's really beautiful. making my mind yes. go in different directions right now, actually. Yes, I, I talk about ritual in the book. I talk about the sacred ceremonial dress, the robes. They're like a blessing for someone, their prayer. Whether you're wearing it or you're walking by the robe, it's like a, a prayer to people. It, it's a, it's almost like a symbol, an energetic symbol and transfer, like a, a, transmit, a transmission, a transaction Beautiful. when you see those uh, – Ceremonial silhouettes, yes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, well, let's see if we can take another caller here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Okay, sometimes some people will listen uh, listen, on the, listen to the show. Let's see what we have here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi there, can you hear me? All right, Alyssa, can you hear me? Yes. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting here going like, okay, hang on. (laughs) Well, maybe God just wants us to talk more about your book, Alyssa. Yes, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going like, well, wait a minute. Okay, let me take, let me take a peek here. So what else what else would you like to share about your book? Where where are you hoping? Like how are you? I I love hearing what you're saying. I love hearing what you're saying about uh fashion, uh how it's impacting people, um how how this yeah. can actually save the planet by what we're wearing, really. Right. Um Oh, I think someone's there. Oh, let me take a peek. No, I just heard a voice that wasn't yours. Okay, hello. Is someone there? So going back to our question, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm sorry. Um, with with the whole fashion and the environmental pursuit, uh, what what really drives the book, too, is it's very much about the environment and how we can cultivate and harvest all these different plants from around the world, it's going to help our ecology. It's going to kind of mm-hmm. form some sort of, you know, plant life paradise. I mean, we really need, we really have the space. We can use mm-hmm. uh, cactus. Uh, we can, uh, there's a company that's creating uh, leathers from cactus skins. Um, oh, my. We can go to the wetlands and we can use the milk weed and the, the cattails. Uh, for insulation, for insulating uh, gloves and coats. We can go into the ocean and we can develop, and there has already been development, of seaweed fiber, uh, fiber made from seaweed and algae. So we can go into even the food industry uh, Mm -hmm. and and create, you know, products from uh, products that are being used in the food industry and we can use part of the, the plant like the coconut, part of the coconut can be used for the food and then part of the coconut could be used for the fiber, for insulation of materials, uh, just like hemp. There's so many different types of oh, yeah. things hemp can do with all different types of industries, including the textile industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I want to know, our time is going so quickly. I've loved having you on today, um, and I know that a lot of people are going to be fascinated by what you what you've shared here on the show tonight. And also, um, are you for people to contact you? Do you do consultations with people around their dress? Do you say, well, let's talk about your fashion. What are you doing? What would you like to achieve? Um, and then they set up a consultation with you, 
or is it more about buying your books or what what will you help people with and how can they contact you? Yes, yeah, so I do I, I am working on doing a consultation package for people uh for their wardrobe and as well as for industry professionals. But right now uh you can check out my campaign Healthy Fashion Campaign. It's www.h as in healthy, F as in fashion, campaign.com. And I have a blog with a lot of written material. I've developed some uh, worksheets that help um, focus people like fashion mantras. I've created a worksheet of fashion mantras and a worksheet to help um, people get connected, more connected with their wardrobe. So I do some worksheets. I, I do some blogging. I have a Instagram and Facebook page where I, I am drawing people in that way and teaching and educating people about fashion for health. And I guess mm-hmm. at this point I, I have some projects, but I'm, I am mainly focusing on marketing the book and, and uh, kind of channeling my energies into kind of bringing the ideas and concepts of this book to life for people. But, yes, I will be creating a consultation package in the future. Beautiful. So it's, did you say it's www.hforhealthyfforfashioncampaign.com? Yes, hfcampaign.com, exactly. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. And, um, God, helping people connect with their wardrobes, uh, doing mantras, I just think that's, that's just it's just wonderful. It's just fascinating actually. Thank you so, so much. I can see too by the photos that I saw that you're really in tune with your wardrobe and your you have a very beautiful way of dressing and style. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You know, I was gonna share with you, Alyssa, that during the day it's really funny because you said you're very casual. Um and you 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 can tell on your pictures your energy is very beautiful. Um and you're also very focused, and I'm really glad that you're in the area that you're in because you are definitely in a healing, uh, the healing arena, not just for people, but also and and the community, but also the planet. And I just think that's wonderful. Um, when I dress during the day, I am so casual, and I love my blue jeans. I just love my blue jeans. Exactly. <laughs> and, yep. I do, I do, and I guess for some people it's like they're um, jogging pants, maybe or something. So, so jeans can be yeah, very I, comfortable. Jeans can yeah. be very, very comfortable. Absolutely, I've yes, had my yes. cases of jeans. Right now, I'm uh, into leggings, but I, I love jeans. I love jeggings, oh, actually. <laughs> I like the other mixture of jean and leggings. <laughs> well, I will tell you, fashion strikes me, and when I'm out and about, there was a woman today. Her her slacks, her pants were so bold, and they were this like the largest print of royal blue, black, and white, and they were so striking. And then she had this beautiful flowing white top on, and she looked like a fashion diva today. Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's just from a pattern with colors that were screaming, and it was just yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's like a communication. It's like um, it's like speaking in an artistic, creative way, and I think it. Oh my God. I think it's energy healing. I I do when you when you can observe other people's garments and and kind of relate to, to their garments. I think it's a very healing type of experience. I think what you said is so true that it's an artistic statement. Yeah. Yep. Dressing, yep, isn't it? Absolutely. I love that. I'm writing it down, actually. Yep, that's beautiful. All right, well, let's see if we have anyone else online here because um, it's it's kind of weird that the people couldn't um, communicate here. <laughs> Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Cindy. I'm calling from Florida. Cindy, the communication thing is working here. Yay. Yay. <laughs> And I missed okay. the beginning of your show. I was just getting in, and so I just got to call in and tuned in. And uh, 
So I didn't I missed the beginning of the topic, but I was hearing about the style and the dress and the way you dress. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Well, based on that, um, we have Alyssa Couture here uh, with her book, Healthy Fashion, The Deeper Truth. And um, you might want to check that out online. Um, but did you have any questions that you'd like to ask Alyssa around your dress or anything like that? Or or what's on your mind tonight? Um, well... Probably not around that. I'm like you. I, I really like my jeans, my blue jeans. Of course, I, <laughs> I'm on a farm and I have animals and horses and, and stuff. Oh, wonderful. Um, but um, I didn't know, are you doing any kind of uh, readings tonight? Like I would love like a reading on finances um, when you see things picking up for me work-wise and income-wise and if, if, if you're doing that tonight. Yes, yes, I yes I can. And um, suddenly, I just let me tell you, I I can answer that question for you. But it makes me think about with Alyssa. Alyssa, have you seen anything yourself around animals and colors? Because I know for myself, I've got a white German Shepherd, and I for whatever reason, he's got to have red. I just put red on him at all times. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that. You know, like a handkerchief or something? No, I mean for Cindy's horses. Oh, I I, I mean, yes, you can definitely do some color healing uh, with fabrics with your animals. Certainly, yes. I'd absolutely do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that just popped right into my mind. Okay, so Cindy, you're talking about finances right now. Um, Yes. I have to ask you, have you been, when, when I'm energetically in your field, it kind of feels like I see you throwing a lot of money out towards something. Like you have the money. I don't know if you have a lot of it right now, but you've had to put it out towards stuff. Does that make sense to you? Well, I put a lot of money into the animals and the farm. And, yeah. And I'm renting, I want, but I want to, like, work is, like, dead in this area. So I want to get, I have to make some money in yeah. excess ahead and get where I can move to another area where work will be better. And it's like I'm in this vicious little circle on this hamster wheel and can't get off because I can't get out of this area and really to generate to get to a better area where my work is. I'm in a very remote area. (laughs) So I can tell you what I see around you. I see a man around you. And I see you with dogs. Yes. And... I don't know if you have other animals around you or not, but there is something about you and something around dogs uh, or other animals. And I don't know if you have an interest in helping take care of them that might expand your financial affairs uh, while you're still working with your horses or unless you're supposed to be helping other people with their horses while you're doing yours as a part of your business. Okay. Um, well, right now the horses that I have are retired. I used to make a living full time on my horses um, oh, and rodeo and barrel raced, um, and I do cold laser therapy um, for injuries and do healing work on horses. But the dogs oh, you see beautiful. is right on point. I have. Um, I'm actually standing outside. It's, it's in the middle of the night here, and I'm walking. I have three dogs outside with me, but I have private rescue that I've been doing for years. I've kind of set up oh. my nonprofit, but. Um, everything is really out of pocket, you know. So I, I think this is what I'm taking care of. I, I normally wouldn't say this, but I would say you you might want to give me a call for a reading, honestly, and uh, for me to actually look deeper into that. I can ask like a you know answer a, but um, I I'll tell you my number is two one nine nine four zero ninety two ninety two. Again, 219-940-9292. You can check me out at uh, coffeepsychic.com. And, okay. um, yeah, I would say give me a call, Cindy, because I would probably want to take, like, a deeper look at, at how your finances are going to go and see what other ideas I get from the spirit world that would help you enhance that. Um, but good luck. If you want to call me, give me a call. And, Alyssa, I just want to say thank you so, so much for joining us tonight because, uh, this has just been a fascinating show. I love everything you're standing for. I know you're going to be uh, writing another book, um, which is probably going to be just as fascinating. Um, 
our time has come to a close right now, but can you tell us very quickly what it, what your next book is going to be about? Yes. Um, thank you so much for having me. I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, speaking about fashion with you, and, you know, you, you totally can relate, and that's really awesome. I love that when people can relate and can understand fashion on my level. Uh, but the next book is going to be, I'd like to call it something about fashion and magic, but we're going to be delving into more of the magical um, aspects of fashion and really activating uh, the supernatural powers of fashion and, and doing it in a tangible way, talking about it in a way that's practical so that people can really relate. So I don't, I'm not going to, you know, but, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. You have all the supernatural topics that you delve into. I'm going to be doing a lot mm-hmm. more research in, in how fashion can be a, a magical tool and, really um, just push that envelope on, you know, from ancient history up to the future of what we can really do with our fashion. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. There's a lot There's a lot there, and I'd be very interested in having you back on again uh, where we can look at that. Oh, thank you so much. Talk about your books. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks again for being on here. And again, what can you tell people one more time how they can reach you? Yes, it's um my website is uh www.h as in healthy f as in fashion campaign.com and my email is alyssa a l y s s a at hfcampaign.com. Beautiful. It was great having you on and thank you so much. And um Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us, and you can join me back here uh, next week at Your Psychic Connection with Blog Talk Radio. Good night, everybody. Bye, Alyssa. Bye.